Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, Matt Richardson. How are you? I am, on a scale of 1 to 10, probably a solid 7, which at the moment is strong. Yeah, that's the best mood you've been in for about six months. Yeah, I've been to the gym. I've got shit done. I feel like um, yeah, I feel like I've done all right today. Very nice. I mean, that's 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 my whole day. <laughs> Is that and now hey. talking to you hey, and I mean, you know and doing homework with my kids. But that's that's my life at the moment. But you it's know, it's more than I do. I'm pretty like I'm pretty lazy. Although I I have started to uh, go to the gym and stuff so i'm i'm, I'm inspired by really? you really yeah, yeah i, I don't want to get be... hench matt well the problem is is i'm the ugly one on the podcast so i need to i need to sort that out really don't i i don't agree i don't agree i think That's... you have that geek chic thing oh thanks i mean i absolutely wouldn't consider myself geek chic just uh just geek really so um i'm gonna try and get a six pack oh you're too nasty about yourself no nah. I'm very excited about this week. I mean, I'm excited about the podcast every week. It's the only thing I've got going on. Um, but this week is one of my favourite comedians. Uh, Lauren Patterson's on the podcast. Um, she's pretty uh, sort of exciting in the comedy world, Matt. Um, she kind of won a load of awards early on. She was nominated for Best Newcomer in Edinburgh. I really jumped on her bandwagon early doors. I got to support me on tour um, because I thought one day she's going to be much more famous than me. And if I do this for her early on, then one day she'll return the favour. Right, is that how it works? Well, I, I don't really know, but I'm hoping it does. It does for you. Hopefully. <laughs> She's absolutely fabulous. She's great. I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad, bad, you know you're a wrong'un. Our guest today, uh, the wonderful, multi-award winning, hot as you can get as a comedian, Lauren Patterson. Yes. Hello, Lauren. How are you doing? Hello. Well, I'm back at my parents and like my childhood home, and it's the longest I have ever been back at home in eight years, but I fully regret. It's great. Like 11 in the morning. Are you enjoying yourself there? Well, it's up and down because I'm kind of enjoying being looked after, but I'm also kind of missing my independence. Like, what time's it now? It's 11 in the morning now. And I know for a fact that by one, I'll have asked me dad, what am I having for tea tonight? And I'm like, you're 26, Lauren, cook your own tea. Like, you've been doing it for eight years. (laughs) The the thing is, though, like, my 
my parents did go before the lockdown was official. They were like, why don't you just come home? Like, it'll be like three or three weeks, maybe you and Sam can come back here. And I was like, if it's, if it, even if it's three weeks, like it'll be brilliant to be cooked for, but I will murder one of you. Yeah. So if, you know, I've got a lot of respect for you for being there for what? Longer than anticipated. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And like, we only live in a small house. I'm from a very working class family. So it's not like, you know, there's anywhere we can hide. And there's only three of us. There's me, my mum, my dad. And we've just kind of taken to sitting in separate rooms of the house. (laughs) It's like, game of or whatever. Like, but that that's sort of the equivalent of everyone going to work every day, isn't it? Just sitting in a different room. Exactly. I'm like, I'm working. My dad's like, you're playing Sims. I know what you're doing. <laughs> that's that's all there is to do at the moment, though. Um, now, Lauren, um, we've got you, you know, you've got you on the podcast to confess things. How do you feel about confessing today? I feel fat. I have no shame. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's that's good. There's certain things. I, I, I thought I didn't too, but then there's, there's certain things I've realised since doing this podcast. Oh, I do that too. And I'd never want to tell anybody about really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I've pissed in the street too many times to have any sense of like shame anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've just accepted I'm scum. Lauren, I think we should get straight into it. You said you've got no shame. Nah. There's nothing that can embarrass you. So what is your first confession, please? My first confession is I regularly use Facebook memories, not to like reminisce of all the lovely, beautiful things that have happened in the past, but to work out who's unfriended me off Facebook over the years. Because I am a petty bitch who loves drama. And so I'll click to see who has like, liked something. And then you scroll, obviously, all the way down the bottom through all the likes, depending on how many people have liked it. And then the people who you've unfriended or who've unfriended you will be at the bottom because they'll come up as like ad friend rather than still being a friend. And I don't like make a list or anything, but I do make a mental note of who over the years has unfriended is. Just, it, I think I get obsessed thinking, what was the tipping point? What was the status or what was the photo that made you think, nah, don't want to don't wanna have you in my social circle anymore? I don't really do Facebook. So um, I, I don't really have um, the Facebook memories thing. But f- um, I tried to clean up my social media feed. So I realised that I follow like 1,800 people on Instagram. And I was like, fuck, man, who are these people? And like some people that like I like enjoy following, and some people I know or have met once or twice, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just go through and just delete, 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 delete," and I couldn't do it because the thought, really, the thought really? of them knowing that I had then, uh, I thought if they get a notification, they see that I've unfollowed them, then they'll think I'm a terrible person or they've done something wrong and they'll feel bad about themselves. I was like, "Fuck, man, I couldn't do it." I'm mute now. Mute is my friend. Mute, 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 and then they don't have to know. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can mute somebody? Yeah, just mute them. Yeah, on Instagram, on Twitter, on everything. Oh you just mute them and then God, you don't have to deal I, with... I did not them. know this. This is a game it's changer. It's basically like, no, when you're meant to be tidy in your room and you can't be bothered, so you just chuck a blanket over it and then you're like, that mess isn't there now. It's that. But <laughs> yeah. social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's a game changer. I would only unfriend someone if I'm like, I haven't seen them for years or, you know, I don't have any contact with them anymore. So I don't need to see this. Yeah. Because um, the problem that I think with Facebook as well is I, I kind of accept that people will unfriend you because do you remember like before social media, you'd be friends with someone for a while and then you'd sort of like leave each other's lives kind of quite naturally. Yeah. yeah. You'd sort of come together and then and then part. Whereas that doesn't happen anymore. Like, you know, we've been on holiday a few times. We've met people that are really cool, hung out with them all week. And then you friend each other on social media and you realise that actually like you couldn't give a fuck but they're in your life now forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would feel terrible if they then found out that I didn't follow them anymore. 
That's the thing. I, could, I can't, I can't yeah, unfollow well, people. I cannot do it. Like, there's so many people that like, like for instance, right at like, um, uh, at like, like any chance meeting with a fan, they always want to kind of like a fan of the band. They'd always say, Oh, follow me on thingy. I'm like, yep. And I do it. And I'm like, Oh, now I'm getting their posts of their cat, you know, so that, and I'm like, I, I really <laughs> uh, could have this person I could really do without that, but I could never unfollow them. I think that's why I'm obsessed with checking who's unfollowed me. Cause I know I haven't got the, or like unfriended is cause I know I haven't got the balls to do it myself. I'm such like a people pleaser. Yeah. So I think that's why I get this like kick out of seeing who's had the balls to get rid of me. I think maybe I envy them in I some way. I think maybe you I'm do. Like, you did what I never had the courage to do. You removed me from your digital life. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is I've done it before with, family members i've removed them so i had an uncle on facebook who, who just shared one too many britain first posts <laughs> <laughs> like i could put up with a certain amount and then it just got to a point where i went you know what i'm done with this and i unfriended him and i got a call about two days later from my mum being like why have you unfriended your uncle your aunt's been on the phone she's really upset he's wondered what he's done to upset you and i was like it's the racism <laughs> like, like <laughs> and, and my mum just went, she went, what do you mean? I went, oh, you know, you shared posts from this. And she went, oh, is that it? And I was like, what do you mean, is that it? I was like, I think I'm well within my rights that I don't want to see racism <laughs> on my feed. And I had to re-add him because it caused like such a family drama. Really? Yeah. I was just like, for God's sake. Like, because well, he had like 19 friends or something. So it was really <laughs> obvious that it had happened. But yeah, I just, so it, I, I understand wanting to know why people have done it to you, but like the balls to do it, like it's, it's really hard. I think. Like, I'm oh, with definitely. you on that, Molly. Like, for instance, who are these people that unfriend you? Normally, it's like, some. do you ever get one where you see the name and you're like, I don't even know who you are? So I think maybe a lot uh, of them are like people I've met on nights out, especially at uni, who then maybe six years' time have been like, who the hell is this girl? Like, I'm at a drunk <laughs> in the toilet once. A lot of, like, sort of old, like, way back school friends, you know, like people who maybe you went to primary school with or, like, were friends with early in secondary school and then you drifted. So then I'm like, fair enough, like, whatever, we didn't know each other. But then sometimes I'll catch, like, a comedian has done it and I'm like, next time we share a green room, that's going to be fun. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, with the comedian ones is, I, I don't know if you find this, Matt, I don't know if it's the same when you meet other bands. Like, you'll meet a band once and then everyone adds everyone on Facebook. That just doesn't sound like the way it is in music. You're all a bit cooler than that. Um, yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you can always tell when someone's had a proper call, though, because you'll go from having, say, like, a hundred mutual friends to having, like, three. So then I don't <laughs> mind as much because yeah. I'm like, oh, you've clearly had a clear out. Like, whatever. That is absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Absolutely. Of war. But when you've still got, like, loads of mutual friends and you're like, I was targeted. What did I do? Have you never been compelled to ask a reason for any of them then? Nah, they've never been people where it's impacted us enough that I've been like, oh, that's really hurt my feet. Like, if my best friend deleted it, I'd be straight on the phone and be like, what are you doing, you little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I would like the money back so, for your uh, free latitude <clears throat> ticket I got you. <laughs> <laughs> why do this yeah. to yourself Lauren you don't need this life is going very well for you I know but I enjoy it it doesn't make me feel sad I do and I get like an enjoyment out of it which is there's a kick there yeah right why I bet you there's going to be one day where Bites is on the arse well see like you've unfriended us or something and I'll be genuinely hurt and I'm like oh no <laughs> Icarus needs to be close to the sun hey <laughs> just be safe in the knowledge that just get Matt Willis to follow you and he will never leave there. your yeah. side <laughs> Loyal oh, yeah. Labrador. And I am like a little lapdog, <laughs> like a social media lapdog. I'm there forever in the long haul. 
See, I mean, I'm not really, I'm sort of, I don't really know what to think about this one, Matt. What do you uh, think? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, um, like for instance, if I follow someone, right, um, uh, and then I see that they don't follow me, I'm a bit like, ah, oh. you know, makes me feel a bit, um, a bit, uh, a bit sad. There is something about it. A bit one-sided. Yeah, a bit one-sided. I think unless you're going to own it and like every year you get all the people that have unfollowed you and make like some sort of Oscars in memorium video of yeah. their photos. Oh my God, I'd love and they're to using that. That would be so brilliant. Like, <laughs> to all the friends we lost unless this year. <laughs> yeah, like I think unless you're going to own it like this, like Lauren, I don't have a problem with you doing it, but like I just think like you don't deserve to feel bad about these things. So like I don't think you should be doing it to yourself. Like that's where I sit on yeah. this. <laughs> It's like, you can do it as much as you like, but like do things that are positive, mate, because you deserve that. But then sometimes you get a nice little bonus kick because say like if a status comes up from, say like a year ago, if I was looking today and I'll have a scroll through the likes and I haven't lost anybody, I'm like, amazing, 100%. They all stayed, well done. It's, it's not, but it's not worth the gamble in my Everyone eyes. Everyone who liked you in that picture of a kangaroo has stayed in your life for another 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> Like some sort of morbid, like, I'm a friend, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something you would host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm getting for, unfriended, aren't I? For one, hey, for one series. Right? <laughs> 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 um, I like. I, I don't think there's any problems with this, Lauren, inherently. But like, I just think like it can't be good for you. So I think this might be bad, bad. You know. Yeah. Don't need an intervention. What a- yeah. yeah what I think you, it Matt? is bad, bad because I think it's um, uh, like it's a it's a it's it's a negative, isn't it? Do you think it's one of them things where I say I'm not bothered and then I'll have three glasses of wine and be like, I just don't get what I did to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that i think i think i think that's the thing is like you feel not bothered now but in 10 years there's going to be a breakdown and this would have been patient zero yeah Yeah. there's going to be like a string of murders and people will be like we just don't know what the connection is from this very (laughs) ragtag group of people (laughs) and then they'll get an anonymous tip from one of us going check if they're friends with lauren or not on facebook (laughs) oh my yeah see i think that that's going to be it so i'm going to say because i want I, i think it's actually having a negative effect on you. I think it's bad, I agree. Bad. I think it's bad, bad. Oh, I might have to change my habits. Yeah. Okay, Lauren, can we have your next confession, please? My next confession is that I love popping people's spots. Absolutely oh. love it. I love poppin' spots. I love watching videos of poppin' spots. I want to, like, clarify, though, it's spots and blackheads. I don't like these, like, squeezing cyst videos. I'm not a fucking animal. I've got some standards. But (laughs) spots, blackheads, I'm not going to name them, even though it's probably very easy to find out. But one of my boyfriends or ex-boyfriends, the thing I miss about him most is he had a really nice, like, juicy blackhead right in the middle of his back. And just every now and then, because he did a lot of sports, where he was like, obviously, his pores were blocked with sweat or whatever. And it used to be, like, the highlight of my week, just popping his blackhead. Uh, Another ex-boyfriend used to get spots behind his ears. I think maybe his glasses rubbed and, oh, he, in the end, had to restrain me to once a month was when I was allowed to pop his ear spots. I had a set date. <laughs> I was so excited for it. I put it in my Google calendar when I would be popping oh his ear spots because it was just what I looked forward to. I love it. I think maybe I got hooked on bubble wrap as a kid and it was like a gateway drug. 
And now I just <laughs> constantly, I love it. Like this Dr. Pimple Popper is, I think, my idol. I love her. What's She's managed Dr. to get like a teleprogram. She, she popped people's spots and like blackheads and stuff on YouTube and Instagram to the point where like so many little creeps like me were following her that they like gave her a TV program. Oh my God. So this is not She's just amazing. you. This is a lot of people are into this shit, right? Oh, there's an absolute cult of us. It's amazing. <laughs> what, what, what is it about? What is it about it? I think I like, like watching it. I think it's the satisfaction of being like, oh, you're pure now and you're clean. <laughs> but like the actual oh act God. of doing it. Like I'm not a very strong person. I'm a little like whiff of a human. But like when I pop someone on spot, I feel like, I feel like I've just taken on the world and I'm like, there we go. You're welcome. I fixed you with my, my strength. <laughs> the people whose spots I've squeezed have never really been fully on board with me squeezing their spots. <laughs> because I was usually in relationships with them. I was like, if you loved me, you'd let me do it. Like some kind of little psychopath. Like I've recently purchased a tool. Have you seen these? It's um Oh, it's, is that with like the little, little silver head on yeah, it kind of yeah, thing? It's a little it's yeah. a little two pronged silver headed tool that you push either side of the blackhead and it forces it out. And it, I must admit, it is slightly satisfying. I bought this, like, during lockdown, I've bought a blackhead kit with all, with, it's got four of those things in <laughs> oh, of I'm different amazing. sizes. <laughs> and it's got some, like, proper, like, the thinnest tweezers, like, they're like pins on the end to pull out all of the bit that's left inside. So, yeah, see, I mean, you say you don't like it, but you've bought the gear, well, Because I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't want the blackhead. I don't yeah. want. So I do. <laughs> I, no, I, don't, I don't want to go. Oh, I hope I get more. I'm like fucking. I wish these were gone forever. You know. And also, okay. I uh, See, I would be gutted if I, I, had to I stop. don't want to use yeah. it on someone else. Oh, it's amazing. It's the best. It's the closest. Oh. Maybe because I'm a small woman and I feel like I don't have much power. It's the closest I ever get to feeling powerful. So is it more pleasurable to do it on someone else than yourself? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah, because then you can yeah, like, there's no pain. fully experience it. Right, right. Immersive. Immersive theatre. <laughs> and also, the best ones tend to grow in places you couldn't get on yourself. Yes, the back. So like between your shoulder blades, things like really? that. Like I get one blackhead that's on the back, like right dead centre of my neck. I get this one random and blackhead that comes and like I always feel it and I'm like I would love to watch this come out and I've made I've made I've made Sam take before and after pictures before <laughs> when she's done it so I get the satisfaction of that that difference <laughs> so have you ever had anyone Lauren that doesn't let you do it uh one lad I went out with he got to the point where he got quite annoyed about it but I don't I don't, I don't want to say I don't take no for an answer because that sounds very aggressive, but I'm like, it's a spot. <laughs> like, let me squeeze it. It's a, I think maybe some blokes feel a little bit like maybe emasculated by it or something. And I'm like, no, it's oh, not. Lauren, I think maybe that's it. Next time we gig together, mate, you can just go to town. Oh, I don't amazing. care. Like, I'll fill that void happily. <laughs> because it, it annoys me because I love picking other people's. Sam won't let me pick hers. Really? Like, she's not interested. She's like, leave me alone. Like, they'll go down by themselves. And she also won't pick mine. So I feel like, you know, you know how people who must have like a fetish feel in a marriage where the other person isn't interested. Not on board, yeah. And they, they, they just feel like they've got a beautiful marriage, but there's just this one itch that can't be scratched. That's how I feel with my spot problem. Exactly. 
Tell me, do you remember when I got? Oh, I don't know if I knew, know you then. When I got really badly burnt, I got like second degree burns because I've got I've got no, I think you didn't know me then. So I've got bad. Well, not bad skin. I have beautiful skin, but it's just a bit different to other people's. And I used to get sunlight treatment for it, which is you go to the hospital and basically get like a special sunbed. But I got left in too long once, and I basically cooked and like all my skin kind of like burnt on my back, which meant at some point all that skin had to be peeled off. And I realised my mum must have the kind of how I feel about popping spots must be how she feels about peeling skin because I have never seen a woman look so happy than when she had to peel all of the dead burned skin off my back. Like, here's me sitting, like, wincing in pain and nearly crying. And she's like, I'm sorry, I know this hurts, but it's probably the best day of my life. And I was like, (laughs) what about when I was born? (laughs) And she literally brought it up the other day. She was like, that was a good day, wasn't it? I was like, "Mm, I don't think it was, mother. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This is bad, bad. This is really, really bad, bad. I don't get it. It's grossing me out. So Lauren, I'm exactly the same. I think this is good, bad. I see. No, I can me. understand why. I understand why some people have issues with it, but they're just not the enlightened. Exactly, they haven't seen the seen the other side. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I've split the room. You have split the room, Lauren. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, Lauren, can we move on to your next confession, please? Yeah, this is... Right, I think you might be quite surprised by this one, but I also see a similarity with something you do, but I'll get to that. So I collect coins, which... I, I, I said before that I didn't feel any shame, but now I've said that out loud, I'm like, oh, my God, um, 14 years old with glasses and braces again, trying to hide from the popular kids. <laughs> I do. Well, it's not uh... all coins. I collect... 50 pences because I like you know how they've got like a different pattern right 
Like every coin's got a difference. So I collect all the 50p's. And when I used to work at um, Boots and when I was on the till, if a 50p would come through that I didn't have, I would put it on the side, then ask the manager if I could go and swap it for one in my purse. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Like a little swap system. So like in, they're they're, yeah, they're at my childhood house because like I didn't trust having them in London in case I ever accidentally like spent them or whatever. I've probably got more (laughs) in unspent 50p's than I have in my unemployed bank account right now. But I love it, and I collect them um, not as not as many. But I did used to collect like two pounds as well. But it's fifty p's that I'm really into, really into. <laughs> Change me Tinder settings just for fifty pence pieces. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, wow! And I had a manager it, um, when I worked at Harvester for a whole four weeks, and he collected fifty. He's someone who I've still got on Facebook. That's weird. He's never deleted his. He was my manager for a whole month when I was like. 18 years old and he collected 50p's as well and he occasionally used to send me pictures of 50 pence pieces to check if I had them or not it was amazing I love it oh, you've really come alive talking you about really it you really feel nice about this don't you the most excitement I've had in six weeks talking about my 50p's how many do you have I've got quite a few like I would say probably I'd guess I've got about 40 or 50 I think right because when it was the Olympic ones there was loads of Olympic ones are there some that are really so they're worth more than 50p because they're really valuable? I saw an article on Lad Bible, so take from that what you will of how accurate it is. <laughs> I think it was Lad Bible. That some of them are like worth money, and I was like, oh my god, maybe this is like the only chance as a millennial that I stand of buying a house is by one day just trading in a rare 50p. <laughs> oh my god, but you might you may well have in 10 years or 15 years, they may well be worth money. I bet I will. I'm gonna when this is done, I'm gonna go take a picture and send it to you of my 50p's. <laughs> I sort of, I sort of love, I love people who are, collect anything that's quite specific. Mm. Uh-huh. Like I think it's like quite. A, it, I, I really, I really have a lot of affinity for anyone that's got like a stamp collection. I kind of like really like that. It's something very pure about a collection. Yeah. yeah. Like my son has recently got into these things called Funko Pop. Have you heard of this? Oh my god! Yeah. I've got a Freddie Mercury one of those. Oh, have really, where, where he's really the into little... them, and he, get, he gets all the Harley Quinn ones, so like that. And there's like quite a few of them, so he's becoming a little bit obsessed with them. There's loads. Yeah, yeah. so he's um, so I, I, I and I kind of like that because I'm like, you know, it's kind of something quite wholesome about it. Yeah. You said earlier you think there's something similar. I that you think were how say. I am with my coins is how you are with planes. Oh yeah, yeah. probably, <laughs> absolutely. Like I, I will also because I will go out of my way if say so for example like um, be a, I mean it's not going to happen for a while now but BA would get a new plane I would pick the if I was going somewhere anyway I would pick the flight that had the new plane on so I could fly the new plane yeah like so I've collect and I keep a note of every plane I've flown on oh my god so I sort of I'm so sure I've when I was going to Australia, the first thing you asked me was, do you know what plane you're flying on? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I, do. I remember that conversation. Yeah, we did oh talk about God. planes. I was like, Pl-. and I... And I've got friends. I've got friends who, whenever they fly, will send me a picture and go, "This is the plane I'm on," just so you know, because they know that I enjoy them being on that as well. So, like, your coin collection feels a little bit like this. Like, I'm quite intrigued by this collection, yeah. and I would like to see it. But I don't have. Yeah, it's quite hard if it's random with coins, though. Have you never collected anything, then, Matt? No, not guitars or anything like that. Like once you're like in a band, you have loads of guitars or something. No, not really. No, I don't really care about gear or tech or anything like that. I kind of play what I play. Really? And, um, and I, well, I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole in tone. It's a bit of a boring conversation, but like to get like basically Mark Hoppus's bass tone, 
Um, so I went down a bit of a yeah. What, and what did, what did you need? For I that? needed um, uh, basically uh, in the end. I tried a few different things. I, bu- I bought his signature bass, and for some reason I couldn't make it work. And then in the end, I just really I that's just needed a, um, a guitar tech with a little bit more knowledge than me, and he programmed it all, and it sounds fucking exactly uh, identical now. But um, yeah, so 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 that is a bit like that, a bit of an obsession with something specific. Yeah, no, I get the obsession thing. Like, I'm out, I, but the thing is, I think for me, I get quite obsessed by something for a very short period of time. Like, um, yeah. like whatever that be. Like, for instance, it for about a year it was tattoos, and now I'm absolutely covered in them over a year of my life and go, oh shit, now I'm fucking covered in tattoos. You know, or that or like um <laughs> or, or like or it would be motorbikes and I'll be like then I've got like fucking four motorbikes in my garage. I'm like shit now I've you know <laughs> and uh and then I decided that I was gonna die so I couldn't fucking ride them anymore. But you know, so um there's certain things that I get very obsessed with for a very short period of time. So but not yeah, not I'm long enough not it. long enough to build up a collection. So say say you have um say you have uh like a hundred of these fifty p's right, um and somebody who said I'll give you a thousand pounds for them, would you sell them? I don't think I would. You know, right? See that mean that's that's I really that's nice because it means something to you. So, so, yeah. So it's, it's not so about odd. it's not about that you can sell them. It is there is sort of an emotional yeah. connection. Yeah. What about now? If you find a new fifty p, do you stash it away? Yeah, I still keep it. Right. I have like a little separate, another little separate sec, but I don't know, you don't use a purse, but like in my purse, there's like sort of two sides and then there's like a little zippy bit in the middle. And if I get a special coin, I put it in the zippy bit so I don't spend it. Right. So this is a, this, is a, a, this is a proper daily um, thought about thing. When I worked at Boots, it was the worst because I would just be checking every 50p. <laughs> and then if the, like, I probably wasn't meant to do this, but if it was quiet, I would open the till and just have a little rummage in the 50p section and see if there was any I didn't have. <laughs> probably why I didn't oh last God. very long at that job. They were like, why should you always looking in the till? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you feel about this, Matt? You know what? I think this is really, like, you know, we've gone for the spots and uh, Lauren punishing herself. This one is really wholesome yeah. and lovely. Like this has given me a warm feeling that I get on like Christmas Eve. I think this is good. Bad. I genuinely can't wait to send you a picture. Of my I really want to see, and I, you know, I, I think there'll be. I really want to see. Like, I love this. This is great. This really appeals to a part of me. I think this is good. Bad. I think this is good. Bad. I can actually imagine you doing this, Matt. Yeah, this is this is something that would be right up my street. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This this or stamps. Yeah, well, weirdly, um, I, I used to live quite near a stamp. <laughs> I've never been in there, but a, a, a little shop that all they did was trade stamps, like valuable stamps. That was their business. And I was very intrigued really? by it. But I also wanted to um, see uh, someone naked at some point in my life. So I withheld the stamps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think, Lauren, be proud of this. Don't feel awkward about it. Yeah, I think it's good, bad. Can we please have your next confession? Okay, my next confession is another video one, but I thought I'd go for less gross and more just why the hell do you watch that? I love watching videos of paint being mixed together. Absolutely love it. Like What? Yes, it's like these weird, like arty like twitter accounts or instagram accounts or whatever and they'll get like a palette and there'll be like a squeeze of white paint a squeeze of blue paint a squeeze of purple paint and then they get this like little tool like a little trowel thing and then they just mix the paint together and it makes like a pretty color or like a swirly pattern love it like will waste hours of my life watching these videos 
Do you know what it reminds me of? Right? Do you remember the um, do you remember the Cadbury's Dairy Milk advert when they had the bowl of like chocolate and they poured the milk yes. into it? Yes, that used oh, to make yeah. me so fucking excited. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It Have did. you ever been well, to Cadbury um, World? I haven't. No. Um, Amazing. I, I I was allergic to everything when I was a kid. I was a real kind of like weird, like sick kid. And um and I, I I had allergies right so I was allergic to everything so I couldn't have any milk or anything with e numbers in or preservatives so um I didn't really eat sweets or chocolate so I literally used to fantasize in my room about how amazing oh. that fucking Cadbury soup would be. Oh. That is the sad. saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is that's so tragic. Just an image of you sort of looking at a television, longing for a chocolate bar. Oh, <laughs> so badly wanted it, man. I've really wanted it. What? So, Lauren, um, what what is it that you get out of this? Because I'm a bit confused as well, I have to be honest. Yeah, I don't get this. I think, because I was on about this with someone the other day, I think it's how watching, like, nothing turned into something quite pretty. And the same with, like, pastels as well. There's loads. They come up now on my suggested videos on Facebook. The, the Russians know what I like now. And they're like, send them more art videos. <laughs> so people have, like, a blank canvas. And then they'll draw, like, say, like, a yellow circle and then an orange circle. And then, like, they draw all these different bits. Like, it's normally just, like, lines and circles, but it all blends into, like, a picture. Absolutely love it. And I think it's watching something come from nothing. I think that's what I like. Okay, it right. sounds quite soothing as well. Very, because I don't like AS, is it ASMR? Someone said the other day, yes. oh, is, is it like ASMR? And I was like, nah, they can, sorry, I don't mean to offend anyone, but they can fuck off. No, weird, no, bad, <laughs> bad, end of, yeah. end of story. I think that's weird. But See, I quite like ASMR. It I makes knew me go you would, weird. I knew you it would. It makes me go all funny and lovely, like I really <laughs> oh my like God. it. If someone's you- fucking eating close to me and I can hear it, it makes me cross. You know, so the thought of someone whispering at me. Ugh. Have you ever done that? There's a really good one where you put on like big headphones, and it's a um, and it's a it's a haircut, and it's like with the buzzers, and you can hear it around your head. Oh, it's Ooh. absolutely brilliant! It makes me all funny and like nice. Um, I'll send it to you both actually. So you put on, yeah, it's like two minutes long. You put it on, and you can hear him talking, moving around the room. Oh, it's so cool! Like, so I think is it so? It's like, it, it, do you find it soothing, Lauren? Yeah, really soothing. It's like paint being mixed, the pastel ones, and then soap being cut. Soap <laughs> being like, cut? There's all these like Instagram accounts, and like especially for like lush stuff, where people just cut up lush bath bombs and lush soap. Love it. Absolutely love it. What do you okay. mean? What do you mean they cut so they'll them get up? Like a, like, say like a bath bomb or like a bar of soap from Lush and then they just get a big old knife and they'll just like cut it really nicely into like little slices and little bits. <laughs> and you get, you know, like when you, <laughs> when you like cut a cake and then like you're like, oh, that's a good slice of cake. Look at the layers. It's like that, but with soap. I'm like, that is a, just a good bar of soap. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, people are so fucking weird, aren't they? What's that? <laughs> so you watch that and go, oh, that's so nice. I do. And then I'll like say, like, I'll go downstairs and I'll be making a sandwich. And then when you go to like cut the block of cheese and I'll fuck it instantly, like I'll end up cutting like the shittest bit. And I'm like, this is why I could never be a soap Instagram star. <laughs> I've got the knife skills. Look at look at that piece of shit. Not a smooth cut at all. <laughs> it's all about like this is the it's smoothly doing stuff then yeah like anything done with a smooth slow way of doing it you like it's really good 
really good. So, so wait, do they do they stay? So, do they stay mixed, or do they become one color? When they do the or paint mixing, different? it tends to like become like one new color, and I'm like, right, that's nice. That's pretty. Maybe it's because I've lived in a lot of London rentals with just like plain white walls in the flat. So maybe I'm just like hungry for colour. <laughs> yeah. The first time you, like having lived like that for so long, like the first time you get to paint a wall, it is really fucking satisfying yeah. and it's really nice to go, I can do colour. But the mix, I'm not interested in the mix. Like, I want the end product. Nice and I don't care about that. someone else's paint. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask as well is there certain colors that you know are going to that you enjoy you go okay I like those ones so I'm going to look for those ones I will always click it... on a purple always I will never really? scroll past the purple oh my god I was going to say purple Go- Why I think purple? that one looks like a galaxy like space or something and I'm like oh I like that right and no browns oh no no brown but I think no that's why brown. I like watching it as well cuz I think if I was to put loads of colour paints in front of us and mix them all together, they'd always come out brown, always. So yep. the satisfaction of watching people mix it together and it turn out not looking like shit. Yeah. My, when my kids paint, um, all their pictures end up looking like there's just big bits of shit on the paint because they <laughs> mix colours and they go brown. Yeah. It's a lovely picture of a forest full of shit. Nice. <laughs> Um, you have to know on this podcast, Lauren, Matt really doesn't hold back when he's not impressed with anything his kids do. It's really good. Amazing. <laughs> like, it, it's refreshing honesty rather than going, oh, what? look, it's beautiful because my kids made it. It's just like, it's shit. Who cares? <laughs> Awful. Chuck it away. Did I tell you about the day um, me and my nephew did drawings together? Because he really likes drawings. I was sat, like, drawing pictures with him. And I must have, like, moved away or something. And when I came in, I heard my mom going, like, oh, that's a lovely picture. And I went in. And I was like, oh, I did that one. And she was like, oh, I was just being nice as shit. I thought he did it. And I was like, that was mine. <laughs> Your 26-year-old daughter did that one. I, there's something. I've got a real terrible confession here um, that makes, like, so Sam has got this paint that she's got this plate that's painted, you know, clearly, you know, you go, you know, you go to these paint places mm-hmm. and you paint yeah. them, you're like, oh, you know, you can do what you like. And I was like, Oh my God, this is such a nice plate. It's so amazing that you've kept it for so long because I thought she'd painted it like when she was four. And she was like, <laughs> no, I did it like two years ago. And like, it looks like you did it when you were a child. <laughs> and I, I felt horrendous for weeks after that, that I was just like, Oh, this is obviously a child's work. Well, this is the thing when you have kids, right, is that you have loads of those fucking shit things. Like, because, like, um, like every time there's a there's a party at some place where you've got to paint a teapot, that teapot's in my fucking house now. <laughs> it's, in, it's in a cupboard. I've got, like, four of them, and they're all terrible, right? And, um, and you're never going to use them. Who used a teapot anyway? Absolutely. You know, so exactly. And like every, every year, at the, end of, um, at the end of a school year, they bring back their work right from that year from the year of school and you come back and they show it to you and they go oh this is when we did this and like that cool and they expect you to keep that forever <laughs> like forever yeah. so that like, you've got the occasional bag and inside that bag is is about year three you know bullshit you know like, <laughs> we kept this you know like maybe keep one you know one cute picture that she did like oh that's funny you know i've got everything her maths work you know why? I went home not that long ago, and my parents have still got all that as well. Really? Yeah, like not. I don't think everything, but like a lot of it. Like they've kept sort of a few bits from each school year. Yeah, and I'm just like. That. And she's just like, my mum's like, oh, it's just nice to have. I'm like, well, it's 
what it is, mum, is a fucking fire hazard. That's all it is. Like, you're not looking at it, are you? It's in the loft and it's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. My parents are the opposite to that. Um, because um, recently we did um, we did a song called '90s, and we were going to do like on in, on social media like collages of us from the '90s. And so I phoned my mum and I was like, "Mum, have you got like loads of pictures from when I was a kid? Can you send them to me?" She's like that. Oh, um, it's uh, 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 a bit <laughs> fucking sheepish. And then basically, I got it out of her that she'd not got anything. So At not all. kept no nothing nothing whatsoever. There was fucking well, nothing. To be fair, mate, like you can't take photos of a boy not enjoying anything in his room. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> sat in my room. With an yeah. empty plate, <laughs> drawing pictures of skittles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any issues with it, but I'm just sort of bemused by it more than anything. Yeah, that tends to be the reaction when people catch us watching it. They're like what are you doing? You've got a life. And I'm like, yes, and it's this. What does it evoke in you? What feelings are you getting out of it? Proper, like, Marie Kondo levels of joy. Just like, yes, this is, life is good, isn't it? We've got some pain, we've made a colour, everything's going to be fine. The thing is, right, is is that it would be weird, right? But there's obviously multiple videos of this, so you're not alone. So many. There's, like, whole Instagram accounts dedicated to the, like, cutting soap and cutting bath bombs. It's amazing. <laughs> We're a community. A very, very right. weird community. <laughs> just people going, oh, yeah, that's a nice colour that's come out of it. Or is it, a, it's not about the end product. It's about the journey. Yeah. I'm so excited for this to finish so I can watch paint, mix some video. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, how do you feel about this, Matt? I don't see anything wrong with it, but I don't understand it in any way. That is what my dad has said about every one of my relationships. <laughs> 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 I don't think this is bad at all. I think this is um I think this is good bad. Yeah, I think it's good bad. It's it's not for me, but it's good bad. Yeah. I'm so pure. Very pure. Yeah. That is the end. Thank you very much for coming on, Lauren. Thank you. Where can we find your live tour dates and stuff like that? Uh I've got a website. <laughs> I can't remember what it's I think it's just Lauren Patterson but probably Facebook <laughs> Lauren Patterson comedy tends to be where I put like all my dates because I'm on Facebook more looking for people who've unfriended me yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out and find some of those 50p's do you know what I, I, I remember when the tooth fairy came you know being so excited about what 50p it would be yeah, I mean, I think maybe this is a little a little side hustle for us. You know, other podcasts have sponsors and mattress companies. We could just get people to send us 50p's and then sell them on for more than 50p. Or just keep them all. Just say we're what? collecting them to set, but actually just <laughs> see how many we could get. But begging, that's what we're begging. Yeah, yeah. Basically begging, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Um, yeah. Uh, now, people are sending in confessions. Have you have you got any by any chance, Matthew? Um, yes, I do. I have one here, which um, which I can kind of relate to. Okay. Recently, during lockdown, I've had a very sweet tooth, but I'm a bit ashamed about how out of control it has got. So now I wait until my partner is asleep at night. I creep downstairs and eat everything I can possibly find, so much so that I have to then wake up early to replace what I've eaten the night before. Help me. I mean, we're not really the place to get help, I don't think. Yeah, like, this, I, think, I feel like we're out of our depth here. Yeah, like if you want us to take a wry look at your problems, we can do that, but we can't help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to take the piss out of you, but, um, you know, in a loving manner. 
but, but you know, is, I feel like this one is a bit above our pay grade. Well, but the thing is, like, if you're basically what they're saying is they eat the things in their house and then replace them, which is just a shop. Like I do that every week. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I buy yeah. things, I eat them, and then I buy things again. Like that's just yeah. They're making this harder for themselves than it needs to be. Exactly. Do you know what my favourite part of the year is? Go on. About about three weeks after Halloween. Not because it's coming up to Christmas, but because my kids have forgotten that they have a bag of Halloween treats in the pantry. Yeah. Right. That I stash away. Like, yeah. So they're allowed a certain amount of them. The first night they get them, they can eat what they want. Then after that, they have to, you know, have ration to ration them. them. But after a few, like about a week, they kind of forget that it's there. You know, so about three weeks deep, I raid those things. And I eat them all in one night and I'm buzzing my tits off. I have the best, <laughs> absolute best time. Um, so, um, and I look forward to it. So I wait till they're asleep. And um, if my wife's there, she makes me feel guilty about eating them too, but about the, the sheer gluttony that comes over me. So um, I relate it. to this. I relate to this. I think this is good, bad, you know. I think I, it's good, bad. You know, you do you, girl. Don't be ashamed. Exactly. Unless you're sitting there crying over a pint of ice cream, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're just going, you know, I want to eat some sweets. Shame on your partner for making you feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. You fucking be who you are. <laughs> yeah. You well, fucking gluttonous freak. You do you. Do you. you do you, queen. <laughs> What's this you've dropped? Oh, a crown. Um <laughs> Look, if you want to send us a confession that we can read out on our podcast, um, please do get in touch with Matt and I on social media. If you want us to um, flip off your partner, also feel free to get in touch with us. We'll do that as well, like we just did. Yeah. Or if a confession is about someone you live with or someone you love or someone you know, that's also really good as well because I I feel like we can... um, with them, we're not being nasty about you. We're just being nasty about someone else. Yeah, let's open up the floor. Tell us things your partner does that you hate and we'll tell them to fuck off. <laughs> See you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.